a message from friend of the show, Emily Swallow. I didn't post for This Is The Way Wednesday last week because I have to admit, I felt stuck. As many of you know, um, SAG after has joined the WGA and going on strike against the AMPTP, the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. And that means that for some unspecified period of time until this is resolved, we're in this awkward position of not being able to talk about many of our characters and the work that we do. And so I didn't know if I should say this is the way, which with a little reflection strikes me as absolutely ridiculous because even though I play a character who says that phrase more than a few times on a certain television show, that is a phrase that holds way more meaning than what could be encompassed within that particular set of storytelling guidelines. It's a phrase that existed before the show. It's a phrase that means so much more than anything that happens on that show. And that's what I wanna talk about. I can't talk about the work, but I can hear from you in talking about what the way means to you, what the guiding principles are in your life that lead you on the way, who the people are that teach you the way. That conversation never needs to stop. Point number two, many of you have very generously asked how you can support all of us writers and actors who are going through this right now. And there is some confusion because since we can't talk about our work, it sort of feels like we're hiding or something, but that couldn't be farther from the truth. Please keep watching, keep talking about it amongst yourselves because we need the producers and the studios to see how vital these stories are and how vital the humans within them are. Ultimately, what we are fighting for is to retain humanity in the way that these stories are told and the way that this business is run and in the way that artists are compensated for their work. And so we need them to keep going. So please keep watching, keep coming to conventions, keep doing your cosplay. It's absolutely incredible. It's one of my favorite parts of conventions. And keep asking us questions about the strike. Go to www.sagaftrastrike.org where you can get a plethora of your questions answered and find out how you can help out and just keep coming back here to share about the way to share about your lives to share about this wonderful storytelling community that we are all a part of because without you it wouldn't exist this is the way i don't believe it that's clone force 99 This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with, uh... Desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to season two of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 50. My name is Stevie Kicks, and I am your host in the pilot seat today. And you know, I can't do it alone with us, as always. The other dad batchers, your space daddies. First up, when he's not cooking or making cocktails, he moonlights as the legendary outlaw. It's Brian Cook. Oh. How are you, buddy? 
curveball. You threw him off. I wasn't ready. I'm usually last. Is there something time. in your mouth right now? Yeah, I'm eating. <laughs> Spit it out. Yeah. Spit it out or swallow it, man. What's up? What's up? Dude, you caught us off guard, Steve. I know. You threw me off. I was like, all right, I'm going to wait. Don't ask, don't ask me what's up. Right. I'm asking you what's right. up. I'm good. You good? I'm good. good you know, start. recovering you good? off my mofo Steve. from last uh, good? I'm good. good. Pretty good. How good are you? And, pre- and I'm proceeding. How many too. times can you say um, good? Cool. <laughs> good. I learned it from watching you. Um, recovering <laughs> off my mofo from uh, watching y'all have an amazing mm. time last weekend. So yeah, we missed man. you, bro. It wasn't the same without you, oh, but yeah, it was still fun. You were there. It looked fun. Um, eagerly waiting my box of Marvel shoes that. Y'all picked up for me. Thank you. They're Joe. jubilees. They're gonna be jubilees for sure. It's on the way. We'll see what I got. Thanks, Stevie, because he he told me what to do. I just was there, and he said, "Stand I... here." And when he walks that way, <laughs> buy these. Stand here and get as many as you can. That's how it works, dude. So I I yelled at the wall. I want Wolverine. Ooh. I really love Wolverine. This mystery. Which one wall. though? There were two, at right? The wall, and I hope. Which one? Okay, but the brown one or uh, the blue one? You gotta one? explain why you're why you're yelling at the wall because there there was this. They gave you this thing, oh, and you had to like it's like a little pl- it's it like a plinko puck or whatever, yeah. and you had to and you had to put it in the slot, and then like thirty seconds later, the wall would like spin around, and your box of shoes was on this little platform that would come in. Oh, I didn't know anything about this. Jeez, you didn't know that, dude? No, I think I have a video of it. I, I'm pretty sure I did record it. I didn't as know I was yelling at the wall, "Give me Wolverine." I'll I just didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't see that. But um, yeah, yeah, that should be here in a couple of days. Other than that, nothing. It's summertime, hence my sunburn. Summer, you can kind of see. So. Dude, you are red. Tomato man. Man. Got a like there's, I there's think the it's the lighting Mercury, too. And then there's your face. Oh, we lost Steve. Whoa, That's good. we lost. Of all the people to lose, lose. Oh, that should work well. Oh, we're not recording. It's still recording. Does that even still? work when uh, he, yeah? How is that possible? What do we do? I think he's doing this on purpose. Yeah, hold on. Something's weird. It's still recording. recording. What do we what do? The, what what do we, what do we do? I don't know what just happened. <gasps> oh, there what he do is. What oh, do we do? He's coming back. Oh man, I'm so confused. What do yeah. we do? Were, like, were you messing with us on purpose? Failed. <laughs> Did we fail? <laughs> Did we fail? No, you're good. Okay, cool. Did you do that on purpose or was that an accident? No, my uh, computer froze. Oh jeez. Or my my browser froze. We didn't know what to do. We were like, what do we Dude, it was like the yeah, habit Marauder we were just in free like, fall. Running around screaming. Seriously. Stuff caught on fire. Seriously, we were like, what? Like, who do we turn to? But is it still recording? You, that meme with Elmo and fire? Yeah, and that was it. Anyways, I don't know what to do when I go first, so I'm good. <laughs> um, See that pressure? Brian, is, isn't it heavy pressure, it is. dude? Is that an air guitar in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? It's John Rodriguez. Oh. See, I thought I'd be last. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I was like, I'm. Whoa. If he's first, I'm, I'm probably last. And no, I was not. Uh, what's up, man? How are you? Good. I feel like I haven't seen you in hours. Yeah, it does feel like that. Um, yeah, I'm good. Good, good, good. Uh, went. No, not today. Smell like fish sticks, but uh, yeah. And pickle juice. Brian did review uh, that video today juice. that we did, and not very favorable. <laughs> I mean, it was all right. It was cool. Dude, those. No, you got, got a nine, I, bro. I gave you, you a, a nine. nine out of ten. 
Yeah, but That's I just want to clarify. The fish sticks were not I from Walmart. I only didn't give you a 10. If it had pickles in it. They're from Vons. If it would have been. Th- just, listen. Just, just on the record. The fish you know? sticks were not being judged. If the tartar sauce you had pickles, pickles uh, and, in well, it, Well, the thing was, when I filmed that at the time, I had finished all the pickles. Mm-hmm. So I ate them all. And I'm like, I'm going to save this juice for something. And then I did this video. And then after that, I went, I'm like, dang, I want pickles. And I went and bought more pickles. So the video came before the re-up on the Listen. pickle situation. Listen, you got a 9 out of 10. Whatever that okay? means. Yeah, let's, we'll, we'll see, see what the next one gets. You want a 10, next, just do all the rest are going to be What's the lesson here, John? What's <laughs> the lesson first. here? Don't go first. John, what's the lesson here? No, when you buy pickles, no, but I, buy no, two jars. No, I did, I did it on purpose, though, because I wanted to try a different brand so I can report back on, like, this brand is like this, or this one is more like that, whatever. Uh, so I did do that, and I actually liked the Vlasic variety better than the one I have now, which I can't recall because it's not great. Pickle juice is hey. good for you. It is. John, where can um, where can we pick up some of that Argentinian mayo? Oh, the, oh that so that Argentinian mayo is kind of, it's really light. Exotic. It's like the Dutch mayo. Have you guys had Dutch mayo before? Yeah, it's like a it's like Where do you pouch. get it back? Yeah, it's, so there's an Argentinian deli in Glendale here called Rincón Argentino. Yeah, and they have a bunch no of way. imported stuff. Mayo, cookies. Uh, they do milanesa, so like they prepare them, and you have to go and either fry them or bake them, whatever. They have empanadas. Ooh. They have pizza, all sorts of really great stuff. Um, uh, alfajores, which I, I, I very much recommend if you haven't Oof. tried before. I'll, I'll try I'm gonna Damn, I, I haven't hooked you guys up yet. Uh, I'll get on that. Alfajores. What, what was that? Alfajor. If, if a, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alfajores? Alfajor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 All of your R's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of R- rolling R's. Like, like Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> like, John, hey, pronounce us all like crosshair. crosshair. Yeah, uh, uh, you know who? You know what? What show used a lot of that R rolling is uh, uh, Rings of Power, Galadriel. Galadriel. They, they would do uh, a lot of that. Yeah. Remember? Yes. Um, but anyway, Man. we're going that, rail. That mayo. I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, gonna try to hook you guys up <laughs> with some mayo too, if you're into that. From pickle juice. I don't understand why people don't like mayo. There's some people that no, don't well, like mayo because they say it reminds them of pus. The thing is, some of that like craft. <laughs> well, mayo, if I didn't like it before, I don't now. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, thanks, for ruining, it thanks for ruining it. I, I actually prefer the Japanese mayo. What's that like? Like when we, when we get a sushi, is it like light Facts. and sweet. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. It has, Dude, I think, I, sugar in it or something. Yeah. It's like a little sweeter. It's lighter. Yeah. It's definitely lighter. It's they, like they mix the sriracha in it. Dude, Ooh. sriracha right now, hundred and fifty a bottle. What? Dang. What? Yeah. A real one? It's because the, the the issue in Mexico, the shortage, w- global yeah. shortage. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Of chilies. Chili. Or they, like, they, I got like. You bought he some. Bought, yeah, he bought the exclusive. No, I've been, uh, I've been well, this is, edition. This is the second. This is the second shortage this year. Oh, so after the first shortage, Damn. we bought, we bought, we stocked Some, up. Right. I didn't realize it was, a, but every other company <laughs> like toilet makes paper that COVID. Now. But it's not the original. Mm, You're right. It's not I the know, same. I know. It's not, it's not, I know, I know. It's not the I same. Yeah. Just, so we might do a giveaway on the show for a bottle. <laughs> oh, I want to enter that. Oh, I'm running low. Can I win that? Put yeah. that in the chrome. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. And then, and then we'll see that bottle on eBay for 
three hundred dollars the, the next deuce, day. Deuce. A chrome chromed bottle of sriracha. Deuce chrome. Uh, next up, back from Nakatomi Plaza, it's Raimi Die Harder Shanaday. <laughs> How are you, buddy? Was that was that one on the list, Stephen? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay, we got to mark it off so we remember. I did. Uh, I'm <laughs> doing good. Uh, I'm tired. It's been, we've been busy for like the last seems like forever, and uh, yeah. So. And then you you psycho guys, instead of spending your first day home. You guys decide after after Comic Con. You guys decide to go out and party again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so Island Fett was in town, and Son and Sonfield here was oh, here, yeah. so it's always good to see him. But, but but Island Fett was here, and uh, he's like, "Hey, who, who who am I going to see?" So and I'd never met him before. So yeah. So that was really cool. Super cool guy. Sweetheart. Yeah. Very, Very nice cool guy. guy. I'm bummed I didn't get to go. Yeah. Really good. Really Dude, good and painter. It, and really yeah. it's crazy though. Artist. He. I did he, not expect him, give him to a look follow. the way he did. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to describe it all and, and give it away, <laughs> but because you expect one thing, like like just just stereotypically in your head, you know, like it is Island Fed. He lives in Hawaii. You expect like a Hawaiian dude, and he's not a Hawaiian dude, which was cool. It, well, well I mean, totally he, he is. is he, he, he's sorry, but not in a bad way, you know, like. It, he, he was awesome. It was cool, but it blew me away. Uh, like, oh. Listeners, comment. You know there's white Hawaiians. I love Hawaiians. Listeners, go ahead and comment right? what you think an alpha ignition would look like. What the? Yeah. <laughs> or better yet, John Rodriguez. Underscore. Sorry. I didn't mean to sound insensitive if I did. Yup. We're just giving you our time. Okay. That it, Ramey? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Good to be back. Uh, and finally, he's probably worn his Stormtrooper costume more in the past week than his own clothes. Uh, it's Joe Lara. How are you, man? Actually, 100% true. facts. Yeah. Facts. I counted the no- the hours across four days. It added up to at least, and I'm being conservative, 15 hours collectively that I wore a TK. You got any breaks or tears or cracks or anything? No, dude. It's super, like... I don't know, man. I got lucky, dude. So I'm praying to the TK gods that it lasts longer. But it's it feels good. There's no weak spots. Nothing broke. Nothing fell off. It's All you good. need is gaffer's tape to fix it. So that's canon. Yeah, I, for the record. I think, dude. I um I did really good on the you know on the when you when you trim it in you know those return edges. I didn't cut those completely off. I left certain ones in corners. Those that are that have ever trimmed armor, um, ABS armor, those return edges. You got to be very careful and don't just make it like just snap it perfectly clean because. That's usually where stuff breaks is where there's 90 degree bends. But yeah, um, dude. So have you guys seen that like aliens exist? Did you see that freaking congressional um, committee oversight? I saw you had posted and, something. Well, we always on that. Wasn't that older though? Didn't that? I always believed. Yeah, but oh, so it has been going on for a while, right? It's like. Hmm. Well, <laughs> so <laughs> it's like okay, what, now you want us so to pay here, attention to it, dude. I'm just saying, man. Educate me, cool. Joe. Educate me, because I want to believe. But we've all believed from before, right? Okay, well, there's yeah. video evidence. There's video evidence that came out a year or two ago. That's from government, from Navy, U.S. military. You can't can't doctor it. It's been proven. It's been released to the public of these UAPs, unidentified yep. aerial phenomenon. That's what they're <laughs> calling them, and. It's clearly not 
It's it's not obeying the laws of physics. It's clearly not from here. Nothing exists like it. It's the ghost because um, you know they released it at Comic Con. Yeah, so yeah, it's the ghost. Really in, that was, it's, so it's just a Hasbro PR stunt. They wanted to do sales on the ghost. Dude, Chopper Chopper's got some ability to fly yeah. too. So it could be Chopper. Could be yeah. you know, yeah. But I'm doing well, man. Uh, my my oldest son is about to come into town from being away out at sea for like 90 days. So Damn. one more week, he'll be home. Yay. Uh, it's wild, dude. Your kids, when your kids are gone out of the house, it's just weird. But when they come home. That's like a nice amazing, weird. So I'm looking forward. Like a quiet. My kid's gone nice all day. Weird. Yeah, I kind of enjoy it. Well, you walk then, around the house butt ass naked. And then, you know, oh, but that's older. that's the biggest change. But now they're home. You got to put on some drawers. But, yeah. Anyways, doing well, Stevie. I'm good. Guys, we had like a pretty crazy week. I know that our listeners are probably wondering why they're listening to us right now so early. Uh, we decided to not come back in August, but rather only take one week off and come back right away because it was just so much that happened at, at San Diego Comic-Con uh, at and around the convention. Uh, I mean, good for you guys. Why do we do that though? Like, why do we say one thing and then do complete opposite of that? Why do we do that? We do that to ourselves. You know that, right? When have we ever followed orders? Let's have a moment of silence. Yeah. So we had Comic Con, uh, San Diego Comic Con 2023, and we were all there except Brian. Uh, He was at home washing his tights. We had Left Coast Avengers subbing for him, though. Yeah. We did. We always, we, always we good tapped to have Luke, in. Yes. Luke around. That's a Great good too. substitute. So, I mean, it was, I, we had a pretty good time. This was my first con in a long time where I wasn't working for the convention where I just went as a, as a regular normal, normal attendee. As a reg. And, uh, oh, I liked it. It was good. Um, yep. So when, and yet, and yet you were working in almost every other possible capacity. <laughs> yeah. Weird, right? Weird how that works. Um, so Wednesday night, preview night, we all got in. And uh, I think preview night is kind of like the night that we all just grabbed as much merch as we could. And we hit up the we we hit up the, the Marvel the Marvel booth. We, we mean Stevie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. following what to do. Very close. That's that's accurate. You guys you guys know that I'm like super into my merch, right? So if you didn't know, you, you do now. Oh now you know. But yeah. We hit up the Marvel booth, which they had a Kith pop-up. Kith. 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 It's not your Mike Tyson impersonation? Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson impression. No. Not that Kith. 70s band that put Kith. black and white makeup now, on. Kith. Kith. That's Kith. <laughs> yeah, Steven went to the dentist. Kith. I want to rock and roll all night. Be nice now. So we got, some, uh, we got the Marvel Kith Asics collab shoes um and i think like oh, they're dope. oh you got the hat <gasps> no, 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 that's oh that's the star wars collab i'm a star war dude but we got war. these exclusive shoes that came with like an even more exclusive card but the shoes themselves were blind bag like a pack of cards and so you're paying 200 dollars for these shoes and you don't even know what colorway you're getting what character so you're you getting get? But like, but like the Wolverine is going for like two thousand dollars because it's it's so limited. What'd you get? 
Why do you think I was screaming for a Wolverine? Actually, I, I didn't know it was going to go that much. I was just screaming at the wall because I like Wolverine. Uh, I hope I get those. Which color, though? Yeah, we did pick up a pair for Brian, but we didn't open it. <sighs> I should have yelled for the Hugh Jackmans. The yellow jacket. They would have guaranteed huge, given to me. The huge Jackman? The huge Jackmans. Uh, but I did. I also <laughs> picked up one of the exclusive uh, uh, arcade one-ups from Kith Marvel. It's got Magneto on it, so I have to get it. The oh. game? Yeah, thing? the console. Mm-hmm. Jeez, they only made two hundred of them, so so you know he's got to like get one. A, a, um, a must cop. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else did we pick up. Yes, mm. suspect. Did you guys pick up anything? Yeah, I picked up uh, the stance. They had some exclusive oh, yeah. Clone War socks, which are cool because they had uh, Anakin, Ahsoka, Rex, um, and Maul. Uh, it's just really cool. Like these are specifically just exclusive, and I love stance. I like all. I like the way they feel. They last long. Not a lot of holes right away. Um, I wasn't oh, at Comic Con. I bought this, dude. Have you seen this butts and things? Yeah, R two <laughs> with a butt. R two had such a great on things. And you know what? When I looked up that guy's Instagram, how crazy is it? The artist's name is Brian Cook. Weird. Yeah. Right? I think it's just our, it's Brian. our Brian. I also just... moonlighting. I also used to play on the Lakers, too. Butts and things. It's totally butts Brian Cook. Things. From North Carolina. Butts Does that Crosshair Sideshow figure have a butt, Brian? Has a butt and a thing? He's holding it up in front of the camera. Does Crosshair have a butt? <clears throat> It's covered in armor. But armor. I have nipples. Can you milk me, Greg? <laughs> Ramey, did you pick up anything at the con? Uh, on Friday? I mean, so we're kind of going in chronological. So on Friday, the only thing I think I remember getting was I picked up that uh, Ahsoka like, print shirt at uh, Roosevelt's, which I then wore to the event the next day. Mm. Oh, speaking of clothing, finally, we finally met up with uh, our buddies over at uh, Heroes and Villains. Ah, oh, this yes. guys, <laughs> oh, this? the amazing oh, this? guys. John, John, where's yours? John got up and walked. If John leaves, I think he's got a but, different. Shirt what's up, there. guys? You, you know what's great? What are you guys talking is, about? Um, you talking about anything? Hey, cool? John, what's up? Heroes oh, and yeah. villains, they're awesome. I, I love their stuff. <laughs> I don't have anything to show, any examples yet. Yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> Oh, you my got your wallet. wallet. Yeah. You got that, your hat. Two-year-old wallet sitting over here somewhere. Don't worry about that. I, Actually, I, I do, do love like my wallet. wallet. It is a great wallet. Yeah. yeah. But the 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 crazy yeah. booth this year at Comic Con, like I, you know, Stephen, we used to go and like Hasbro Toy Shop's booth was ridiculous, and the Mattel booth was crazy, and like you you know people yelling and pushing and everything. Jazzwares was the booth where it was at this time. What's that? They make those uh, squadrons vehicles, like you know the the uh, we've got the marauder. Oh, they've got yeah. a marauder, and it comes with the tiny little figures that are like yeah, it's like, the little I'm tiny figures. Inch tall, yeah, yeah. Um, they're like cartoony, right? Uh, or no, it's for the it's for super, a game, super right? small. Like for, so, um, yeah. but the the ships are the the, the paint deck on them is pretty nice. Man, but the, so everybody was just killing each other to get to that Jazzwares booth. Like I it was they, crazy. So, I think they trampled um, a security guard, and which led to them shutting down the booth. Yeah, security security guard oh, got no. hurt on oh, oh really Saturday. Oh, that no, was there uh, Friday, I think. Dang. 
Well, that's not saying much because some of those security guards at cons are like survival of the fittest. I mean, some of those security guards right. you could just sneeze on them and they'll fall over. Um, so I remember y'all were saying before like that a bunch of the big vendors or big booths weren't going to be there this year. So like, how was that? Did you was it like noticeable? Because like sideshow wasn't there. That was the right? one whose presence I think I felt or lack of presence I felt the most. Because it was always it. so big, and there's so much to see there. Like I, yeah. I'd kind of weave through there once once a day yeah, to look around, you know, to see what else they put out. But uh, that one was not there. I, I don't know that I noticed that anything else was missing. But but it looked like Star Wars, really. Lucasfilm, Disney, like looked like they brought the heat with costumes and displays and the stuff. Lucasfilm, yeah, the, the Lucasfilm display. Pavilion was was on point this year new yeah cool yeah they didn't they didn't i mean they did sort of uh, bring back the wall from celebration london that's great right so if you saw the wall in london that same wall was the rebels wall here in san diego perfect i didn't miss anything and that's the the wall from the end of rebels that i think we've seen makes an appearance in the portrait Yeah. yeah And you remember talking to them, Ramey and Steven, uh, the folks there at the at the booth, and they were talking about that thing. Like, yeah, imagine putting that thing on, and, a, on a boat. And then... Oh, I didn't hear the story. What was oh, that? yeah. So the one that was there at Celebration... Or sorry, that was at Comic-Con was the same wall that was at Celebration. They literally put it in a shipping container, sent it over there, set it up for Celebration, sent it back, set it up here. Dang. I, you know, you'd think that it's like... I, I would think that the cost to just make one there would be less than shipping that thing back and forth. Well, is it hand painted or anything? I mean, I mean it's like probably. Probably. I think but, who, but who would know? I mean, it's a, is, I mean, it looks like, is it like styrofoam or is it chicken like a, wi- chicken wire and stucco, yeah. stucco or something. They, I don't know. They could have commissioned the dad batch to print that thing. <laughs> hey, Steven's printer is working really yeah. good right yeah. now. So, and Ramy has the nozzle to cover down mm-hmm. that much. Oh, all that volume. Ramey's nozzle He's can got have that done in five hours. Girthy mm-hmm. nozzle. Ready to go. Uh, what else was in the Lucasfilm Pavilion? There was a uh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. No, I know, but there was a uh, uh, props. That's all there Be- was. Uh, Beeline, Ahsoka. Geeky Tiki was there. Mm-hmm. We said hi to our friends at Geeky Tiki. Yeah. Uh, we finally put faces to the names at our friends at Enzo. Um, yeah, Joe. Joe's got the ring. Up, uh, yeah. TK ring, Dang, dude. I'm taking, dude. Look oh, at this. I picked up. Oh, I picked up the convention oh. exclusive ring, which was the uh, uh, salacious crumb. Got that for my wife. Oh. Yeah, because your wife yeah. likes it. She's a huge yeah. salacious crumb fan, and she was excited to get that. Um, let's see, who else was there? Heroes and villains. Roosevelt's stance. Uh, oh, uh, we made some. We made some friends. Uh, Mike over at Hondo Supply and I. We made friends. Over with the uh, the guys over at Tops, so the Tops booth they were promoting their their new cards coming out this year, but the they had two Imperial officers there, uh, like quote unquote like booth models, and they basically gave these guys a credit card to go to the Dueno Novo booth, buy their own Imperial officer outfits, and then that was given to them for working the con. Oh. So these two guys, what? yeah, so these two guys that were working the con, one of them, his name was uh, uh, Cole, I believe. Um, he was like, he was ready to join the, the 501st. He was like, tell me what else I need. I want to join right now. I love this costume. I love this character. 
and he was like really selling it. Like the other guy was just like, you know, wearing a uniform. This guy was like being like the Disneyland experience of a, of an Imperial officer, which uh, I really appreciated. Um, But yeah, like, and you know, after looking at the costume, just tailoring some of the sleeves and changing out the rank badge and it looked pretty good. But Duo Anovo had them in stock there. Yeah, they were selling stuff at the booth. Wow, mm-hmm. that's good for them. Helmets. That's stuff. really cool. Yeah. Um, that's new. That's yeah. new, right? Usually they don't have. Yeah, also there. made some connections through um, with uh, Rock Love, which is really cool. I'm sure we'll get to Mosh Eisley, but it was really neat to kind of just. I, I think that's what's awesome about the community that that we are trying to contribute to is just the connections. It's really about connection points finding like-minded individuals and uh, and trying to do some cool stuff together. So that that was really neat. I'm sure we'll talk about Mosh Eisley later. What, I think one common thread that I had with all of the, like conversing with all of these business owners is that they all started like us, just fans, fans of Star Wars. Yeah. They just decided one day to get out there and make something, um, which I think is cool. Yeah. And it's good. And it's good quality. Um, yeah. Yeah. John, did you pick up anything? Uh, from Comic-Con specifically? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually... You got, uh, food poisoning. Yeah, I I don't know if it was food poisoning after all, or if it was, like, something to do with the alcohol, not... Because it wasn't a hangover. It wasn't a hangover, because it... Blame it on the... No, maybe uh, something uh, didn't uh, metabolize uh, correctly. uh, I don't uh, know. uh Who knows? Um, yeah, I felt pretty sick. No, but, um... I took my red Mando helmet there to uh, have the actor sign the helmet. So Daniel Romero um, was able to sign the helmet for me, and he was stoked to see it. Yeah, red, red Mando. Mando. He was stoked to see it, and, um, you know, um, I don't know if you can hear my kid yelling in the background. Okay, sorry. Um, okay, cool. Nope. Cool. Um, so anyway, so he was stoked, um, and then um, after all that, I ended up getting Shauna Trippick's signature on it as well because she ended up coming to Mosh Eisley, which we will be mentioning shortly. But um, she was able to... So she was a sweetheart, met her for the first time ever, uh, thanks to BK. BK was able to to tell her to come somehow, and she came. Um, but she was super nice, and she signed my uh, the helmet, and she was very sweet, and uh, that was it. Yeah, that's, that's cool. all I got, I think, uh, in terms of getting... Things. I met the Red Mando. Um, Yes. I I was talking to Chris Bartlett, um, and uh, and then he introduced me to the Red Mando and showed me the helmet, the other one. I thought I thought you know the one we're talking about. Yeah. So someone sent him one. Someone uh, sent him a a version that they painted of his helmet, and I brought my own version. And I and I'm gonna make him one eventually once I get through the the people that want one. But um. He will have them to choose, and like he'll he'll take them to cons and stuff, I guess, and whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, they set them yeah up on their you table know, so they can take a picture with someone, stuff. and yeah. you can see the helmet, whatever. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, super nice dude. Um, <coughs> cool. And and yeah, they were at the same area. Chris Bartlett and the the Green Mando, uh, Rory, right? Rory Ross, and also um, Daniel and um, Chris. I don't know if there were other people there, so. Excuse me. I, they're probably not going to listen anyway. So <laughs> there I were a few other people there. there were, so I don't know. Man. I apologize. And, and it was cool to, to talk to a few people. It was yeah. cool to talk to Chris. 
about um about how he was uh, impacted by the um the strike the, the yeah. picketing with the union strike and everything and with the writers and 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 also the actors and whatnot and he had um i mean i obviously i think most of us are on their side you know i don't think there's any of us that are really like well you know those large organizations and companies you know they do have you did sign the contract you know none of us are on that side so chris was like just succinctly on point with making the case why he was able to be there and be okay with being there because i know there was a lot of controversy yeah. of famous people showing people up at the cons sure. and whatnot yeah. but he had a really good reason and it made sense yeah 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 and and he just wants everybody wants to do the right thing you know so yeah it's good. He, he's good a good and that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. But when it was Wednesday night, still, like Joe was riding a electric motorcycle around the fifteenth floor oh, of a God, hotel. Right. <laughs> oh, I forgot that video was funny. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Well, we got to make test, sure we got to test know. the goods. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you can't. For real? Yeah, and um, it works on the fifteenth floor of the Hyatt for sure. <laughs> Has good traction on uh, hotel carpet. It does. <laughs> I didn't not, go through the window. Luckily. Break break check was good. Security was not called. Break break check was good. And then Headlights on uh, Thursday, Joe, you and I did something kind of fun. Can we talk about why it? not? All right, you go. <laughs> no, you're making me see. Like you say something. No, there's no. We're fine. So, um, they, uh, so they wanted some stormtroopers to be present for part of the Her Universe fashion show, and so whenever. Uh, Whenever stormtroopers are needed, you know, other than like stunt guys, right? They call the five hundred first, and so um, Joe's garrison and our garrison, we got got the call to send a few stormtroopers out. So um, there was some not like choreo, not choreography, but there was some stuff going up on stage that we had to kind of be in in sync with, and uh, and that was it was cool. So we were there like earlier in the day. We had to do kind of a dress rehearsal thing, and of course I walked out of there forgetting to take my stormtrooper shoes off and. <laughs> Spent the rest oh, of the day wearing my stormtrooper boots, you had them on. walking around. Oh. They, oh, they, come they actually look pretty good, Raymond. I mean, you got some nice legs with the though. shirt. You with the shirt nice, that I had on, nice right now, like the whole outfit, it kind of worked. Yeah. Amy's got very, some nice very seventies of you. Yeah. You know what was cool was um, was meeting Ashley Eckstein for the first time, and um, and her co-host Michael James Scott, who I got to see in New York when I went to go see London. On Broad, uh, sorry, uh, Aladdin on Broadway, and uh, he was the, he plays the genie. Great, incredible presence. You have you have to be a charismatic person to carry that character, and um, and so he was he brought it. Like he had so much energy, and Ashley was what you see on on camera is also what you see backstage. Which we were behind the scenes for many hours, just kind of watching the show go down. And uh, what was cool was Michael James Scott, if you see the video, he had, uh, th they designed a Vader-like outfit. Um, and so that was the, the need for stormtroopers sort of flanking on either side. And, uh, and he worked it like no Vader <laughs> I, I've ever seen. Uh, it, was, hey, no. it was pretty cool, though. And the crowd, the crowd went, dude, the crowd went crazy. Like, I, I, they went crazy for him. And, and the way, you know, what he was wearing was awesome. And then Ashley's... Dude. Yeah. A dress. Yeah. Okay. So this dress, dress and I, I've got a, I've got a story I'll share here because I was talking to the designer. Um, so this dress had screens like, I don't know, it's like a, somewhere like eleven or some LED fleck fleck 
flexible OLED organic LED screens. And they were all in like in a, it was like a film strip, like a giant film strip wrapped around her body. And then each cell on the film was one of these screens. And so there's like, you know, Steamboat Willie, you know, Mickey Mouse, the original Mickey Mouse cartoon, like that's playing on the screens and stuff. And so um, she wore that the whole night. Sometimes she'll change dresses for like the finale, for the finale. She did not. She that, did this one was so impressive just all by itself. That was the only one she wore. The dress changed dress. for her. It did because it, you know, if there was something Marvel going on on stage, there was like the, the Marvel comics were appearing on the screens and if something Star Wars and it was, you saw like the Star Wars logo and the crawl and everything. So, and they were very, they were very careful about the content that was on those screens to make sure that that didn't, include anything that would have been part of the struck material for the strike that's going on so that's why like for marvel it wasn't actually movie scenes it was comic stills and stuff like so um it was pretty good so and the the trans like there was a there was this i was standing backstage when this happened and i was joe and i were over by the designers and there was a moment where they one of the prizes that they were giving away to somebody in the audience was like a, a stay at the uh at some timeshare thing some hotel and as Disney, Disney, the, the new Disney's hotel doing it, that Disney and Atlanta. as she's okay. talking about it, the transition to the like, like if you're in the lobby and it's showing you the little promo video for the hotel or whatever, like that's playing on all these screens. <laughs> I, I walked into the guys, I'm like, that that transition, like with that fading in, was as seamless as any of the other dress transitions that took place tonight because some of these dresses that the these people put together, like. They transform out on stage. It's it's impressive. So, and then the designer um, Andrew McLean, he's the guy that won the first one nine years ago. He was telling me that he he had more trouble with Disney Legal with this dress because they wouldn't let these screens be touching certain parts of Ashley's body. They're <laughs> like, we we can't have Mickey Mouse running across that that part of her and he's like right. he's like she is five foot two there is not a lot of real estate going on on this girl how am i supposed to do this so they they like it, the, the the film was stripped was like kind of out away from her body and then it was broken in the front and kind of off at weird angles and stuff yeah, yeah. so it wrapped around but didn't like because they didn't want this the screens to be positioned in certain places so it's funny i just thought that was a funny story. yeah she looked amazing yeah. joe, they did great joe, and, was um, a, joe that was your first time your first time going to that event right i'd never been to that it, event it's cool huh no. isn't it dude it was fun? rad yeah we, you know we used to go awesome? all the time with with Ramy, we would go all the time it was so fun yeah so it was cool to do the rehearsal just to kind of go through that because i never done i mean i've never done anything like that usually i just do troops like yeah you know for people for kids for that thing so this was really neat to do this event um but then like when i was backstage with Ramy, i was watching the so they they got a, a disney imagineer to work the electronics for this thing and he had a little handheld remote with with like a pull out antenna and a button and i was watching him change the sequence of movies and i was like going to slip him a 20 and say, dude, here's his dad batch intro that Steven made. Oh, my God. Can gosh. you play that? <laughs> Imagine. Imagine her dress just starts going, woo! Woo! <laughs> oh, my God. And he, he I, I don't know if that would have gone well, but that I was been so amazing. tempted to. Yeah. 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 Maybe um, we can borrow that dress, dude. It's still, they didn't, you know, it's, I'll wear it, dude. <laughs> for a dad batch intro fun stuff um hey. and then so after the 
fashion show. We had another day at the con, which was kind of just like, like a half. It day. was like a half day, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, Friday. Because then we had to get. It wasn't a half day. Well, it was for, for us. Some yeah. of us. Friday drove up. Con, no, you weren't. You came over. Go. You did the con in the morning for the half day. Oh, and then we had lunch. Yeah, we had, we had lunch. lunch and got those fish tacos. And then I had a we panel that, that I, I had the 501st oh. panel while you guys were at Mosh. I yeah, was yeah. still at the con working. Tell dude. us about your panel, man, because we all missed it. Yeah. Right. Um, If you ever get to go to a con and there's a usually the 501st, the Rebel Legion, the Mando Mercs, all the, all the clubs will have a panel where they talk about the clubs, how to get in, how, what to do, what not to do. And that, yeah. that was it. So that's all I can say is, uh, they kind of, we kind of talked about stuff that we always yeah. talk about on the show is what to do, what not to do, um, and how to navigate the forums and all that. But it was a packed house. It's so I, this is my first time actually attending a 501st panel, uh, for our own garrison. And, um, and they said that was the only time it's ever been that pa- it was packed. Every seat in that room well, cause, was cause tech from the, the dad. Batch was yeah. There. Special I mean, guests was there. Kind of, that kind of self, that kind of sells itself. We had it, David, uh, Meganeth was there. Um, uh, yeah. uh, he was on the panel too. Tech he, uh, team. Yeah. He, yeah. He was on the panel. It was a really good panel. Yeah. We had, uh, David, we had two Davids. We had, yeah, we had, it was good. It was fun. But back to Mosh. Then back yes, to and then Friday evening we all met up at Mosh Isley for the Thank the Makers uh, event party that yeah. they have event. Uh, this was the third one that they've put on. That, that was my first real Mosh, and that was I was not prepared for the the craziness that ensued. I wasn't there, so yeah. don't wait for me to talk. Everybody's waiting for someone else to say something. So yeah, I mean, so we had, I mean, we've been working on some of this stuff for months. Like, <laughs> there's footage out now, like John and Anna and I horsing around. Like we, so we filmed some stuff mm-hmm. months ago um, that that got used on the screen, and so they had the big a big screen there that was showing pre-produced content. Most of the time, it was just kind of logos and things like that, and they they had some sort of. Um, there was like a motif where you were flying, you were kind of looking out the window and you were seeing us arrive at different planets throughout the evening. But then um, in the middle of it, it breaks in with this Imperial transmission and the, the evil, evil ISB general is coming to, you know, squash the party. And, uh, and then he shows up and invader shows up on the screen. And so like all the production stuff that was done on that screen was really, really cool. And, uh, and the, the sound work that went into it. So, so in fact, Right now, I think those guys are on the other show talking, doing a live thing, talking about that. Yeah, dude, those folks like um, um, Jason and, and the folks from Jet Street Inc., like all yeah. those guys, uh, Anna, like, Kiefer, yeah, Kiefer, Anna, they, so many people, including you guys, were, were doing a lot of work in the background so that those that went, that were lucky enough to get in there, that sold out event, Dude, they had a really epic experience. So it's not just music, but they, they, these little um, interludes or, or like ways to kind of settle down, catch your breath from dancing, and then listen and watch this interaction with the screen of what you think is. It looks like Vader is talking to mm-hmm. some to folks Ramalai. on stage, and and John and every and we're all dressed up as PKs. Yeah, yeah, Ramley. It, it was just a really neat thing. The vibe was good. The momentum was nonstop. 
I don't think there was a, ever a lull. It was just constant yeah. move, move, move. The production was yeah, and the, like there incredible. was a moment where like I thought I thought I was done. I thought the general was done. So I I was in, out there in Din for a while, and then I had to get into the general, and then I thought, okay, I'm done. I'm done. And I was getting ready to just put normal clothes on and come hang with everybody, and then they're like. You're supposed to be back out there in five minutes as a general. Apparently with lines that they had written at 9.30 this, that morning that I didn't know existed and had to go figure that out. So that was – no, Is that, that when you was, got that choked out? was scripted. <laughs> that part I knew about. <laughs> I was ready for that one. Dude, Raimi got choked. And he said by Vader. harder. It happens. Choke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, harder. harder. Under his breath, harder. obviously. Wow. More. That was my um, that was my first time suiting up as Vader since I was approved in February of 2020. Hey, because immediately after the approval, we couldn't troop in it, um, and it felt good. It felt it, really good. Why is your cod so big? Because we that printed it with my nozzle. Massive. <laughs> no, 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 no. Big I'm, not, I'm being serious. This this cod because it's like it, it's, it's screen accurate times. to Rogue One. Yes. Rogue, Rogue One Vader, okay. aka Darth Diaper. Yes, I know. That's something going on. He's a little. He's a little. That's his nickname. That particular Darth version Diaper. is Darth Diaper. Now, that's why New Hope is the best. Uh, Proportionate. Got the inner robe over the armor. Is, it is, dude. A New Hope is. is what gave people nightmares. Yep, that's right. It scares people. Suck it. You don't it's have to way. be bitter. Next time, just wear Vader on a plane and come out. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Get off your boat. Fly out. I wish I could have. Put, put, put the whiskey work. down. Get some. Get some suntan <laughs> lotion going. Plane and drive. Drop the pickle back. Hours. Roll over to the airport. <laughs> Come on. I haven't had those. Down. I haven't had the McClunky since uh, since that time. He take some roadside that peanuts. Plus seat. What? The helmet on your lap. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. You looked good in your Vader. I've been reposting you guys as much as I can. Because again, and Luke came in clutch, dude. Because there are some things that we and let's not let's not forget Stephanie, uh, Stephanie, Anna, Luke was fixing your car. We should have included Luke into that little list of like people. Anna and Stephanie definitely did the majority of basically everything. Everything. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for them, like you guys were saying, the whole show would have fallen apart. Because everyone else had you know their own chaos going on, and you you know, know they're freaking out and. They were like the glue that held everyone together. It was insane. Um, Imperial officers, their medals, they would have like additional four red squares because of that. Yes, additional four red squares (laughs) for both of them. Boop. Here's your square. We got to meet some some people for the first time, like uh, uh, Captain Nader. Got to meet him in person. Rad. Dude, he looked amazing. With his uh, chrysanthemum. He did. He looked yeah, cool. Yeah, his black, black parade chrysanthemum. Dude, he was so on point. Their whole gang with the, with the was it the, they were like the Knights yeah. of Ren. Knights of Ren. Right in the. But also My Chemical it's, Romance. It's, it's that's the Black Parade yeah, yeah, meets the Knights of Ren. Cool. Dude, those. That's what yeah. it is. Black Parade. Yeah. And and what's awesome is like that's the way they're going to end every single mosh now with that it song. Makes sense. Hell yeah! <laughs> now it's it's now like Nathan has to fly out every time. Yeah. Recognizable thing <laughs> with this chrysanthemum every time. Every time Where, he's from, he lives in no, he's in Texas, me, right? Texas, Georgia, he's Texas, Texas. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Texas, halfway. 
So that means the Hemsworth. 90th Mosh Eisley, there'll be a patch of hair on one side of of yeah. his costume. Whatever's that's left. it. Because yeah. everything fell off. That looked fun, man. That whole thing. Dude, moshing? It was a blur. Uh, what did we do Someday Saturday? Someday I will regain. I left Saturday morning. Oh, John John got food poisoning. John got food poisoning and went home. I died a little bit. Yeah. I um, <laughs> I did the droid hunt for six Ooh. over six hours. I was wearing the TK, running around, getting caught by people. Um, but it was fun. It was actually good. So typically the droid hunt is a thing that the Final First will put on at San Diego Comic-Con. And what it is, you go to the booth and you hunt droids. But this time we reversed it. Where, uh, well, actually, in the past, um, we would hunt you if you were a participant. We reversed it this year, and they hunted us. So I had to hide and run around on the f- on the floor. I put many wow. miles on my footsies. Um, I think my feet look like like John's now, but um, <laughs> worn out. Footy. I'm not gonna even Footy. say anything. Yeah, but yeah. so I did that all day. Uh, oh, Ramy and I ran into. Uh, a, a brand new cosplayer, brand new costumer, Ooh, uh, right. by the name of Alex Mattingly. Yep. And uh, if you haven't seen it yet, go over to our YouTube channel and see his oh. his uh, his video. Our new segment, Walking Workbench. The Walking Workbench. That was amazing. You guys, first of all, did a good job of that. Like the that questions, awesome. the interview, and then this guy, please. Oh my gosh! His, His first, first costume ever. Costume, and he three D he three D printed the whole thing in PLA. PLA. He, he scaled the whole thing to himself. Yeah, I, down eighty five percent. I I don't know of anyone other than, I mean, I didn't know of anyone other than than you, Joe, who had three D printed their first costume and got it right. I mean, this guy got it right. Ramy yeah. couldn't even find a single like layer line on this guy. No, it was perfection. Wow. And like, I still, that's like, better than me. He even, like, so I've got, I've got this helmet back here behind me. That's the, the Ralph McQuarrie Boba Fett, but, and it's just around the bottom. It's just a normal helmet. It's open. He had this extra, like the, the mouth would come out and he that had this crazy. piece that would like cover up his chin. So he could magnet, he popped that out, put the helmet on and then pop that back on. And it made like a, a neck ring underneath the helmet for him. It was so good. Was so like cool. Yeah, like yeah. That was incredible. And we're definitely going to be doing that from now on at conventions, conventions. Yeah. Uh, cool. family reunions, uh, whatever it is. We're going to be doing the walking workbench. We might be able to do it with in troops. Maybe. Yeah. If we yeah. see something cool. Think so. Maybe. Maybe. Remember? Remember? Some of our own Legion Hype members, you know, just talking about yeah. people and how they did it. I like uh, that but that was it for me. After that, I kind of just went home, met up with the family. Yep. I, 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 that was Saturday. I you went back Saturday, right? Saturday, and I went to that night to the uh, uh, Star Wars uh, the video game. Outlaws. Outlaws. The Outlaws yeah. panel. That was, that was pretty cool. So we'll get into – I mean, I've got some stuff that we'll talk about in the news if, if we want. But, but they – then Saturday night, I did the 501st Bash. Oh, that yeah. was a sold-out event. Uh, it was about 250 what? people. That was an 80s, 80s theme, so I showed up as um, Run Best Scar. I was a spinoff of Run DMC, whatever. But uh, <laughs> um, I was big into Run DMC. I had the Run DMC tape the first He day. was in the hotel when I, when I came on yeah. Friday. Uh, Rev Run? Adidas. I, 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 Rev Run? I, 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 I told him. you guys in the chat. He, he actually had a, he, he has his own... 
Yeah, this is his own yeah. comic. He had his but own. But he was booth sitting at a table, like super chill. I almost yeah, went. I, I almost. I decided not to because I'm like, let the guy, in, you know, in peace. But I was like, oh damn, there's Rev Run. Like, and there oh was. Oh my god, you're a human. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was like, leave this guy alone. But uh, he had like his his one bodyguard, him, and like he was just chatting with someone, but super casual. Like you could have, you could have gone up to him, and and spoken to him, just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Start listen rapping. To this, listen to my uh, mixtape. Right? Freestyle. Yeah. Say, hey, check this, check this out. Be like, get out of here, bro. <laughs> Ran up on him. Bye, Adidas. So the 501st Bash was good. That was fun. A lot of 80s tunes. Uh, they had vodka. It was a vodka sponsor. Yeah, and it was vodka. Good. Um, good hangout. It was really chill compared to Mosh. Different vibe. Um, but, yeah, I got home late again that night. And had to get up Sunday morning for four hours of volunteering um, on Sunday morning. In what a team. Are you going to do it again next year? But it, hell yeah. Dude, I only have one speed when cons come around. And that's go. You're going to burn through that, TK. Mm-hmm. You'll need to, you'll, you're going to be, a year from now, you're going to be turning it into a sand trooper and you're going to be building a new one because you'll need to. Or I'll wrap it in multicam. Ooh. And just oh, build a new one after that. Okay. You could just, uh, uh, you could just hit up Mike. Uh, you just hit up it. Mike at Trooper Bay. Yeah, he's going to do another run probably next year. I tried uh, to for another run on his mm. new machine. He's got a badass machine. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. Hey, hey, Brian, how was your con? Oh, seven. It was sick. Living vicariously through you guys. We missed you, dude. There was a point where I, I don't know if it was Friday or what day it was, but I look. We looked. You know, we so called we him. Always he didn't pick up on our little messenger thing. Yeah. <laughs> we called yeah. him at like four thirty in the morning. Yeah, dude. we did. Three thirty. <laughs> then we called. It was no, no. It was it was three yeah. thirty y'all's time because I woke up. I had to wake up early because we had an event to do on Saturday morning, and we <laughs> get up at six. 40 it was 10 minutes later and i woke up, woke up yeah like right when my alarm went off and then i was like you know going to the bathroom i was like oh looking and i like looked at my phone and i was like the <laughs> f these guys called me and i was like looked at the they time of all they literally called, called 10 minutes ago well, you, we, yeah <laughs> and i was not i i had i had 10 minutes to get ready you, i wasn't yeah just got back from jack in the box <laughs> at that time of the <laughs> yeah Gra- no no that was fine it was the next day <laughs> Delicious. But, but, no. but yeah, that was funny. I appreciated you guys trying to call me, but um, f off. Sorry, I'm not answering. Actually, did we actually we did call? Once <laughs> I'm not talking to a bunch of drunk yeah. guys at 3:30 in the morning on their time. I'm in and the I'm middle of dressing up. in my TK, and I think John was taking a shit. Where? <laughs> a poop. And Where? <laughs> when we but we started talking on it, I, I think somebody called me. <laughs> that wasn't us, dude. Oh, it was you, me, and Brian. Didn't oh, no, we call, I'll show the picture. Didn't we call Brian from the restaurant at lunch? Yeah, the next day this was after that. We did talk, yeah. yeah. Whatever day. We missed was. Brian. We missed you, Brian. Uh, the night really? that you guys went to the Her Universe after party, I took my son to the Sonic the Hedgehog restaurant. And yeah. How was the, that? Okay. The best chili dogs I've had in my Ooh. life. I like I did not expect to go there and have the best chili dogs oh. of my life. Are they like Wiener Schnitzel at all? Like they were 
dude. The, Better? No. They were like, That's imagine worst, imagine a comic book version. Ima- imagine a comic book version of like what an, an idealized chili dog would look like. Okay. That's what, no, like. that's what it looked, looked like. Like, like yeah. they looked so they looked like they. But then it just, yeah, it, and it tasted, man. I I think the kids call them glizzies now. Oh, so you gobbled down a glizzy? Yeah, they do. First, I don't know where that came oh, from. Oh yeah, too. but not a, was, so you chili, was, a chili glizzy. Chomping down a foot long. You had glizzy, a chili glizzy. Yo. A chili glizzy. You gobbled yeah. down a chili, chili glizzy. This sounds so bad. This wow. Is, I gobbled, I gobbled that glizzy. Oh. Okay, so those were good. Let's move on. I choked on it. <laughs> oh, do you not? Is that, is that like, please. that's not like, cool to do? Did you have a hot dog under your that's sleeve? Not, that's not lit. Yo. Uh, huh? You're asking the almost 40-year-old to, and up people? Well, I don't know. This is pretty much the boomer, boomer bench. bench. Sorry. Uh, thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. If you'd like to rep your support for the show, pick up an exclusive shirt and some stickers at thedadbatch.com. This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, gentlemen, who is working on what? Didn't didn't we change that song? No, no, we're keeping it forever. No, John's your favorite. Dude, we're talking about this. I actually added more bass track to it yeah. for you. <laughs> Boom. I don't mind the bass. It's the Home Depot music. I don't like. Brian, did you finish Star Lord? I saw some more video today. Yes. Uh, so Star Lord, I posted it today, and he—I'm calling him done. Other than the boots are a little flappy for my tastes; they're a little big. So um, I'm gonna make some cuts what do you do? and slice it in, and you know, you hide it. You hide it in the back, cut it open. I think I have one here. Let me grab it. Is it floppy around yeah. the calf? Yes. Yeah, you can only wear so much your pants so bad. I think that's an yeah, easy fix. You just it's all flappy chop, around the chop calf. Chop it up in the back. Yeah, so I've done this Yeah, I've done this before with like um, costumes I'll buy for Levi that are a little big. You know, I'll just like I'll just cut it and just Well, when's it wait. When's Dragon Con? It's the end yeah, of September. So Dragon Con August. is August 31st mm-hmm. through September 4th. Yes. So just start doing cap raises, bro. Easy. <laughs> Look at that. Too easy. Though. Got my rockets Problem, there on the problems, side. Solving problems Brian, on the is there a zipper but, on the back um, of the boot? Yes. Can't you just rip that zipper out and then trim it? I, and then that's, that, that's what yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking of just removing the zipper, trimming it down, and just putting Velcro on it. And there you go. Calling yeah. it a day. Can you do that? Because I don't want to sew a, a zipper back in. Um. So yeah, yeah, you need a thick needle for that. Leather. I'm feeling pretty good. I like Star Lord. Now it's Raimi's turn, and yeah, I have another little project I'm doing. I picked up an old stormtrooper from a Carolina Garrison member here in. I was br- I was browsing Facebook Marketplace and I saw a stormtrooper, and I was like, "Who is selling a stormtrooper on Facebook Marketplace?" And it was um very cheap. 
And I was like, this is weird. What's wrong with it? And I looked at it and it looked pretty beat up. And the helmet was not even trash. Yeah, the helmet's not not even remotely. It almost looked like a rebels. Okay. <laughs> um but um I messaged <laughs> It's been the out guy. in the sun a little bit. Yeah, I, I was like, I think I know this guy. And I messaged him, and he was a member that I had met before. And uh, and uh, he was like, oh, man, I would love for you to take this and fix it and make it worthwhile. He's like, I got it from this old member who retired, four-digit number, oh, four-digit wow. number member who had retired. Wow. He's like, it just wasn't going to work. For wow. Um, it just wasn't going to work for him. So he was like, I would love for you to take it and make it out of something. So. Um, and actually wasn't in bad of a shape other than needing a helmet, but, um, it's old. So it's like yellowed. And so I'm going to make a sand trooper, but I don't want a backpack or you don't have, you don't have to have any it. Yeah. Other stuff. You don't have to have it because in docking bay 50, I always forget the number 94. 54. Come on. You've been star Wars docking bro? bay 94. I don't in a new hope when Han Solo is leaving with Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi, there's a bunch of stormtroopers, and there's one that has no pauldron, no backpack. No backpack. He's got a couple um, of those pouches? bags. Does he have pouches? The, the okay. pouches. He's got one. Like, I know he has one for sure on his right hip. The left hip, you never really see it. Um, and then he's all dirty. So no, no backpack. And a big old DL-19, yeah. so... Working on that for you, buddy. There you go. Fire up the printers. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a fun little project. I'll have a stormtrooper again for my third time because <laughs> I keep selling them. <laughs> that's it. I'm working on you. I'm working on you, Daddy. <laughs> so I, I, you, I had mentioned before, like I had ordered the whole suit, and it was, I, it was just going to be some, you know, Chinese pleather and. Uh, they canceled the order and refunded my money because they're like, we don't make it anymore. And so somewhere we found uh, a link to a jacket, just the jacket. And so, and it came. And like they, they actually shipped it and it came. And it's better than I thought it was going to be. So check it out. Yes. Oh, put I got to put it on? Okay, wait. Right. Well, yeah. Put it on. Put it on. All right. So it is predominantly brown leather and everything's like more of a burgundy. But I ordered some uh, Duplicolor burgundy fabric paint. It's, it's coming. Nice. Um, and actually, the the sleeves on Yandu's jacket are part of his shirt. They're not part of the jacket. So I'm actually gonna rip. I'm gonna rip these sleeves oh. off. And of I'm gonna use are. the leather from the sleeves to make some additional embellishments that that aren't on this that go on here. And then I will. Uh, the shirt will have the. And I've got all the fabric. I went over on the weekend. I got all the fabric. And like you did, Brian, where you had to like get the little iron-on stuff and like have it cut, I've got to do that yeah. on the shirt. Like it's the whole front and the sleeves, all of it's like that. And it's going to take me forever to weed all that out. I, yeah, I ended up um, – I kind of covered it up. So it's there still, but light. But yeah. So now, Ramey, I see, I see that on your we're, jacket. We're getting there. On your jacket, you have a leather badge. What are you going to do about that? I'm going to – paint that so you can't see it and put the real one on <laughs> and it's it's worse than that it's actually kind of sticks out like there's a piece of foam sewn between the liner and the leather so that it actually has like some some depth to it it sticks out so i'm gonna have to 
I'm gonna rework this, but like, there's actually a detail that's supposed to go on the jacket around that badge. Uh -huh. So from, I'm gonna cut that detail out of the extra material from the sleeves, glue that on, it, that will cover up that, and then the badge will just be sticking out. So, nice. and, then, and then another thing that I got, Steven found this, so right, we gotta talk about this, cause I don't, cause the badge is, the badge that came with this <laughs> isn't right. Cause I'm pretty sure this is a Guardians of the Galaxy 3 specific set that I got. But, this was a GameStop exclusive set. This Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, it's it's Yondu's arrow, but it's metal. So yes. we're gonna do a little unboxing here. Oh, there's a card that popped out. So this is number, they made 6,000 of these. This is number 302. Yes. I already opened it and took all the stuff out. So, and it comes with the arrow. So here's the arrow, it's metal. It, uh, it's got Damn. magnets. It's got magnets on That's the back, cool. so I can put the magnets down in the the uh, little sheath, so that it'll just you know I can just drop it in and out, and it'll just stay there. So that's cool. It, Don't it have came, to worry about it. It came falling, with this little communicator good. pin. I'm holding up to the camera. I don't, this must be something that's in the movie. So that's that's Peter Quill's communicator. I'm gonna put this on the lapel of my denizen. Yeah. Why not? Why the heck not? Yeah. 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 And oh, then it also came with a metal badge. And then. But I yeah, think, that's, but that's I think, the Revenger badge. But this is not what this is not what Yondu's looks like. Yondu does not have this star in the middle. Uh, so is this maybe Craglins from Guardians or from Three? We'll have to fact check that. Yeah, but this uh, this is not what it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's Rocky so, Balboa. Yeah. yeah, that I thought this thing it looks, like, it looks like a judge. You got the galaxy, yeah. <laughs> Adrian. But no, so this this arrow's pretty rad. So, and I had made an arrow. I had resin printed one, um, and it had. But this oh, yeah, one's just yeah. too good not to use. You so. Can't go. Can't go wrong with metal. Yeah, I'm. Hopefully, they'll let me take it into the convention in Atlanta. Metal. Yeah, that might. I might bring the other one just in case. Might yeah, want to bring the exactly. resin one too. Yeah. You'll get through. You'll be fine. We'll just leave it on your pants and be like, it's attached. Look. And they just like pull on it and it like won't come off. They're all. Yeah. Oh, that's or... what you want to do. Hey, look at this. Pull on it. Come on. Pull yeah. on it. Come on. Because it's going to have a strong magnet on it, right? Oh, yeah. So. BFM. Yep. Um, you good, Remy? I'm good. All right. I, uh, I've i been 3D printing a base, a Jabba the Hutt dais. Uh, so his throne that Jabba sits on. I've been printing one in oh. one sixth scale uh, for my Boba Fett, uh, Daimyo Boba Fett that sits on his throne from Hot Toys. It looks cool. He's sitting on the throne on, on my shelf, but it just, ever since I saw the one that they had at, at Celebration uh, last year uh, and they, where they put the, the chair throne on top of the Jabba throne, like that's the only way to display it. The only problem, though, is that a job of the hut dais in one six scale is like two feet by three feet. <laughs> I mean, it's it's giant. So I had to scale it. Jabba I had to scale, yeah, I had to scale it down a little bit just to fit on my shelf. So mine's like um, one and a half by two and a half feet. Um, so I, I printed that in PLA and then I sprayed the whole thing in this like it's like a spray paint stone texture. It just comes out like splatter and it is so perfect. 
it just makes the whole thing look like a piece of stone. And then I resin printed uh, the little gargoyle heads, which I'm going to uh, paint with that um, model. What is it? Metal Master? Metal. Model Masters. Model Masters? Modern, modern, mast, modern Master. Modern Master metal paint, metal effects paint. So I'm going to paint it. It's like a, like a copper or an iron paint. And then you actually spray this stuff. You guys have used it. You, you guys all told me what to get. Uh, but it, I think it's cool that it actually oxidizes the real metal that's in the paint and you get that real patina effect. So, uh, so that should be done, uh, this week. Um, I picked up one of these helmets from our buddy, uh, David Ryan over at planet Camino. This is my son's Ragnar helmet. He knocked this out for me real quick. Uh, so got one of these for the kiddo. Yeah. Shout out for planet Camino. If you're not following him, he does really, really quality work. He does cool. All kinds of cool stuff. Uh, let's see this week picked up a Yoda lightsaber from Disneyland. This, I had to pick up one of these cause somebody did a YouTube, um, a YouTube review and they compared the legacy Yoda lightsaber to the old master replicas one. And they're nearly identical. Like the size, everything on it is, is accurate. And, um, you know, you, we had mentioned earlier that you guys did the, uh, uh, her universe, um, fashion show. One of the prizes Mm -hmm. that they gave away to an audience member was new Ahsoka, uh, lightsabers, from from Disneyland, which I can't wait to get my hands on, because yeah. they use the same new the, the the they use the same new blades that this Yoda's using. Um, and at okay. the base, if you guys have had uh, the Disney Parks Legacy lightsabers, so the new blades are seventh seven eighths of an inch in diameter, and this whole black port this whole oh. black portion right here is aluminum. And it's threaded because it actually screws now it screws in to the uh to the hilt. Wow. So it's wow. even got the, the real I don't know if you guys can see it on the camera, Neopixel. but it's got the yeah. real like Neopixel. It's it's essentially they're just copying uh, Neopixel at this point. Um I should have done that. But nice. those because That's they're awesome. doing that, because they're doing this now, the Ahsoka sabers that they're coming out with are supposedly screen accurate. So is everything, are they moving yep. to that and not doing? <laughs> so anyone that has an older You got to buy all new stuff. Yeah. Screwed. Think oh, of yeah. it as like. Planned uh, yeah, on. Oh, you thought they were going to keep Think of the it same as like old... lightsaber series two. <laughs> you, th- you didn't think they're going to make something to make you buy it all over yeah, again? I'm going to keep. Come on, bro. <laughs> Do you even Disneyland? That's funny. <laughs> Do you even Disney, bro? Do you even Disneyland, bro? <laughs> uh, getting ready for Dragon Con. Ordered some uh, Wolverine blades from Amazon and this, this kind of like cheap white tuxedo-ish jacket. That's not a tuxedo at all. It's like a white, I don't know, whatever, blazer. Um, Going to do the patches Wolverine. Yeah. Patch? Yeah, patch. And uh, yeah, there we go. And um, yeah, and I've been making these helmets. They've been they've been getting made the the Mando the red Mando helmets. Um, this is one that I tried to make today, in in like the hundred degree temperature, and it and it just kicked way too quickly on one side. So, 
um, I'm not going to sell it. I'm going to keep it and work on it myself just because it's not perfect and um, I don't want to, I'm not passing this on to a, someone that's paying for it. So, but uh, that that gives me time to play with it. So how do you how do you repair that, John? Well, you just have to sand it a lot. You have to get a Dremel or whatever and get rid of the excess material because it, it you know it, if it gets hard too soon in the in between like in the middle of a turn instead of being completely spread around the helmet which is round you know because the centrifugal what is it cent, cent, centrifugal force is what makes the uh, the resin spread out as you're slush casting. And if it gets too hard too soon, that stuff turns into like goop and it doesn't spread out and it just gets hard instantly and turns to crap. Uh, it didn't turn out too bad, but um, it's just too much on one side. It's too thick on one side and I don't, I'd rather do a better job. Um, but yeah, that's that. And um, I, yeah, that's it. I think I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what else I'm working on right now. Uh, yeah, I just broke out season two tech. I'm gonna probably try it on tonight, um, because we have Brickfest coming up Brickfest. on Sunday. Yeah, is Sunday. It Sunday? Th- that's Brickfest. actually <laughs> in Pasadena. So this is a troop. This is a troop that I forgot existed <laughs> that I signed up for, and um, and I I guess we said we were gonna show up as. The Bad Batch <laughs> season two, and uh, yeah, coming we off the con of four days, we were like, we're gonna wear these crazy any anytime, always. Yeah. yeah, hey, yeah, we haven't touched it since. And like, oh, oh shucks! So I broke it out, had to like um, just give it a once over. Um, it's actually in pretty good shape. Yeah, I you know, despite London, whatever, I haven't really worn it since then. I put it on to get approved for Rebel Legion, but once I did that, I kind of put it away. Um, I'm not going to wear that backpack. I, I looked at it. I'm like, no, I'm going to go slick. Uh, this half the season, he's not even wearing his backpack. So let's just not be dumb with this, but I haven't built anything. So I just looked it over. Um, I am starting to do more research on, um, uh, for, for Boba, for Daimyo. Um, Boba. That's going to be a long build. Cause the more I look at the, how much this thing is going to be, <laughs> I'm like, I, this is going to be something I debut in Japan, maybe. Ooh. So we'll see. But that's it. Not not building anything right now. What what Joe just said, we forgot we signed up for this troop like months and months ago. So I, I was also trying to update my costume <laughs> a little bit because we hadn't touched it in so long. And that's it. We're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. Okay, so um, some Ahsoka news. Uh, obviously, there was a lot of Ahsoka stuff going on at the convention. We saw uh, the both of the... Well, we don't know what to call them yet. They're not... Because there is an Inquisitor. We saw the Inquisitor's lightsaber. We saw the lightsabers that are not red, but mostly orangish for the two... Whatever they are. Uh, we saw Sabine's lightsaber. We saw Lothcat. We saw Chopper. They had the Ahsoka costume itself on display as well. Um, Natasha Lou Bordizo did an interview for SFX magazine and talked about uh, how Tia Sikar's uh, Sabine influenced, or, or rather didn't influence her characters. Like she, she very much incorporated you know, bits and pieces of it, but she also wanted to kind of make sure that she wasn't just trying to replicate that 
verbatim. So she said, I love Tia Sarkar's Sabine. I love the energy, the sarcasm, and the playfulness that really made Sabine Sabine. But obviously it's a delicate balance because I never want to try and copy someone. I want to be inspired by the energy they put into the character and then make, and then make the role my own. So, um, and then she talked about having, you know, just access to the master, you know, the encyclopedia of Star Wars, Mr. Filoni himself. Um, so just to have the creator around every day is a luxury. He's like this bottomless pit of knowledge and the guardian of the story and the characters. Also, he really just trusted us while we'd go to him for guidance. He'd also say, you are Sabine. So whatever you instinctively feel is right, feel is right, is right. So, um, and then as she was preparing for the role, she said, you know, of course I watched everything, including the original films, the Mandalorian, and of course rebels, but I didn't watch anything after we started filming because otherwise it gets too much. You, you want to have space, take all the experiences and memories and inspirations from everything you've watched and then let the live action you're creating find its own truth, its own journey. So, um, interested to see how, how Sabine's story continues. So. <sighs> All, everything looks amazing for that whole sh show. So I've got a little bit of like money news around the budgeting for um, some of the shows. So this is kind of interesting. Sometimes we talk mm -hmm. about some of these. These sometimes we we talk. Follow yeah, the cash, follow my, as they show say. me the money. So <laughs> accolades. So I guess in the UK, um, uh, production companies have to file public documents disclosing their spend on things. So. Um, so mm. Acolyte's pre-production budget ended up clocking in at $49.2 million. So just for reference, um, and this is pre-production, so this doesn't include the rest of the budget, which we'll get later you know, when the show comes out. But um, Andor's pre-production budget was $67.9 million, so more. Um, and Andor's final budget was around $250 million. But keep in mind that that, that was 12 episodes. Oh, Acolyte's only eight. So we're expecting it like like the pre-production budget was less. Oh, we're expecting okay. their final budget to be sort of representatively less. Hmm. Dude, Andor yeah. was so good. I can't wait for that. But it's interesting. I mean, in a little bit of time has passed, granted, but but Same. think about this, right? So so Acolyte's pre-production budget was 49. Andor's was basically 68. Um, Rogue One's pre-production budget was just less than 45 million. Now that was a while ago, but still. Um, and the last Jedi, which was obviously since then, was um, theirs was fifty-seven point six million. So, it's, it's interesting. I, you know, I think if you're taking advantage of a lot of on-location stuff, don't need to modify the sets. That saves you money. You know, this is again, this is pre-production budget. So anything you can do to save money brings all those numbers down. Um, if you're doing a lot of set construction, that drives those pre-production costs up. Uh, Outlaws news. So I got to go to the Outlaws panel on Saturday. Uh, it was it was really worth it. So um, got to see. Was it hard to get in? Uh, no, not really. So I showed up less than an hour before the panel started, and I was a little lost. I found the room. There was nobody waiting outside, and I, I asked somebody. I'm like, so is this? Can I just go in? They're like, oh no, there's a tent outside. You need to go wait in the tent. <laughs> so I thought, okay, there's that's where the real line is. But I went out there and there was maybe like 15 people in line in front of me. And I so I got in line. Five minutes later, they brought us in, queued us up, and then they started bringing us in. So they brought us in as soon as the previous panel ended. And uh, um, I, I got good seats. So sat sat there and watched, watched the uh, the panel. And this was in the, the bigger room. Like this is where we saw the Clone Wars saved panel however many years ago that was. Said mm. that big room. Yeah. That's a big room. Um, so they had uh, games creative director Julian Garrity was there. Um, 
senior creative executive on the story group at Lucasfilm, Matt Martin, our buddy, he was there. Um, and then I, I'm terrible. There was another guy there and I don't remember his name. Um, he was with Ubisoft, the third guy. Um, but, but, uh, Julian Garrity and Matt Martin have been the ones that have been doing most of the talking about the game since then. So, um, one of the things that Matt said, he says, you know, we'll see some really cool syndicates, both from existing lore and a newly created one just for the game, which, um, they created a new syndicate called the Ashiga clan. Um, and this is these, these aliens are the species that are found on Kajimi, which was the planet that they went to in rise of Skywalker, where they found Lando. Like, so like the, they were having like the festival of colors kind of a thing out in the, the desert, like so that, that, yeah, that species. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are the aliens that are part of this Ashiga uh... clan. So he says, uh, he says the Ashiga clan is a clan that we created in close collaboration with Lucasfilm Games. They're, they based, they're based on Kajimi, which we saw in The Rise of Skywalker. It's a faction that we really designed around the idea of a very hierarchical society that's based on honor, tradition, and history. Their visuals are very much inspired by insects, and they propose a gameplay challenge for the player in terms of NPCs that are really contrasted to everybody else. So that's not just in combat, but it's also in stealth. There's a lot of things that they managed to fill out for us to be able to have a very different experience for players compared to some of the other syndicates that you'll meet, like the Huts or the Pikes, which we have also seen in some of the game footage. Um, Matt also said that we'll be spending a lot of time at Jabba's palace. Um, it sounds like running, it sounds like oh. running missions for the hut himself and navigating the criminal underworld he's at the center of. And yes, it's possible not just to work for Jabba, but to also betray him, which of course has its own set of consequences that you Ooh. have to deal with in the game. Rancor. Yeah, Jabba one And speaking of what Brian just did, so, um. D. Bradley Baker does the voice of Jabba in the game, which I thought was cool. So I guess we knew that, but I had forgotten that because I think I was texting you guys when they said that. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's old news. But I had forgotten. So also starring (laughs) Owen Wilson as Bib Fortuna. (laughs) Wow. 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 (laughs) So they talked about two planets, um, Tatooine being one of them. And I think that was mainly because they're like, listen, Tatooine is such a, an iconic place. Like when you think about Star Wars, you think about, you know, the cantina and Jabba's palace and Mos Eisley and stuff. So, um, so Tatooine features prominently in the game, but they also have a new planet called Toshara, which is the, you know, planets in Star Wars are all one biome. Like, here on Earth, we have desert and mountains and snow and, you know, rain, rainforest and whatever. Yep. Um, a, a planet is a single biome in Star Wars, which is fascinating that that works so well for that. But that's how they've always done it. Um, so this Toshara is based on the African savanna. They said it's always windy. Um, and so, like, they, the footage that we saw of the gameplay and everything, like, there was always, you know, everything is, like, all the, all the trees and stuff were like kind of slanted because the wind's always blowing. There was like, like kites flying in the sky and, and um, looked like they were maybe taking advantage of the wind for power and things like that. They said, it's a new moon that we crafted together with Lucasfilm Games. It's inspired by Eastern Africa Savannah. We took this approach where you would have a thriving, bustling underworld capital city, but also wide open plains that you can just hop in your speeder and take off down. So, and they've got a city called uh, Mirogana which is built inside this like suspended rock like so it almost looks like this this mountain is sort of been eroded over time and this rock on the top of it is precariously balanced up there and the city's up inside that kind of like um 
in Rogue One, Jeddah City, how it was up on top of the bluff. There was a city inside, inside yeah. like what almost looked like they didn't say it was a volcano, but it looked like it was sort of inside the crater of a volcano on top of this weird rock on top of the mountain. So that looked pretty cool. Um, the speeder that they that she flies around on, like so they had this on display down at the booth downstairs, and you could get on it, and they'd film you, and then you could use a little QR code, and like they had a fan blowing on you. So, so I saw footage coming out of that all weekend. It was pretty good. Um, they said that you can customize the bike. So like you can customize your saber and the blaster and stuff in some of the other games. The bike is something that you can customize in this one. They talked about a couple of um, kind of Easter egg-y kind of things. Um, they mentioned that there is a rare enemy that you encounter during the game. Um, and I'm pretty sure that happens on that planet, uh, Toshara, that that's where that is. But it's something that you kind of have to seek out and find. It's not necessarily part of the core gameplay, but more of an Easter egg. And then they also commented that um, uh, the the food in the game actually like is a common Easter egg type of thread throughout the game. So I assume you can sit down and eat, and there's something that happens in the game as, as part of that. They didn't go into the details about what. I think this was something Matt was teasing. Hmm. Um, I, wonder if the, I wonder if the enemy is Rick, the door technician. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But what, what Matt said, he says, there's a couple of surprises. I don't want to spoil. There's a particular predator on Toshara that is mind-blowingly cool. So if you have, he says, if you have a fear of frogs, this might not be the game for you. It's okay. It, he said, it's okay. It's very rare. The, the second thing is that food is incredibly important to the world of Star Wars. And if you enjoy food and discovering alien concoctions, this is going to be an exciting experience for you. So. Sounds like we're getting our sushi, guys. Yeah. Star Wars sushi. Yeah. Pabu life. Pabu life. Pabu life. So, um, they, uh, Lucasfilm, so go, go to like starwars.com or Lucas or Star Wars, um, their social channels. They released like a five minute behind the scenes kind of how, how we're making, how we're progressing on the game kind of video. It includes interviews from, um, from both Matt Martin and, uh, 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 Julian Garrity, the the creative director. So, and they all they talk about a lot of this. So, a lot of what they talked about in the panel, what I just described, they they mentioned it in there, and they show some footage, and and they had a lot of stills, still frames, and concept art that they were showing on screens. So, yeah, go check it out. Did they mention anything about how the multiplayer is going to work on it? They did not. They did mention multiplayer, but they didn't go in any detail that would be like what you're asking about. So, no. And that is actually it for the news. Wow. Why did you make me do this? I guess you have a choice. You want a war? Or do you want to just give me a gun? My father, he go toilet on my hands. Oh my God. Urine is oh 35 God. degrees Celsius, oh staves God. off the frostbite. How is this relevant? You know, fathers. That's right. Uh, am I muted? No, I'm not muted. You're looking at me kind of weird. Am I cool? Am I, am I delayed? Is it, Can I proceed? You're good. You're good. All right. Um, <laughs> so this week's Hunter's Hard Drive, we're going to be talking about the new Invincible standalone episode called Adam Eve, which is basically a um, it's basically like an origin story going back to how Adam Eve got her powers and and how she kind of came up be, to become the superhero she is. Um, 
and it's it's basically um an episode that takes place like it starts 18 years uh before season one so it's basically like as they're being born because uh, in season two they graduate so they're just about 16 17 18 whatever 17 18 years old in the show so it's just one it's episode one it's 55 episode. minutes long um yeah and um d- did anyone get a chance they, to watch they it had it today they had it I did. They had okay. it listed as season two, episode one. Did you notice that? They messed up because the trailer is uh, episode zero, season two. Might, so yeah, it's, it's kind of. I think it's okay. just a. Okay. It's just a classified as something, as far as I can tell, because it's not because season two starts November third. So this yeah. is not that this and this yeah. is ten years or whatever eighteen years before that. So, um, but go ahead. Yeah. So I mean, it opens up and we see her being born. Basically, that like that's the intro sequence, but it's. There's like a lot going on around the surrounding of her birth and and the na- the nature of her powers. So, right. I don't know, I don't know how much we like want to talk a, about like well, spoiler yeah. stuff, right? But um, I mean, the episode although, aired you, uh, during Comic Con. I think on Friday they dropped it. Yeah, so oh, it's a brand it? new episode, but it's been yeah, around I saw for some a few days. Okay. Um, so yeah. maybe yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I won't mention any spoilers. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so so it shows the you know the experience of her being born, getting. I, I guess the the one spoiler that I think is, I don't know that they ever get into this in the show, but so like her parents aren't actually her parents. She's, but they don't, yeah. but they don't necessarily, they don't know that. Right, right. Well, it, it shows how they get her. Their, and yeah, yeah, their baby, their baby didn't make didn't survive the birth. They were heartbroken and. And they, then all of a sudden, she gets switched they're, in they're and, is, the and is presented to them as if her baby actually did, in fact, survive. Right. So they think that she's theirs. Um, and uh, so then, yeah, as she's going growing up, like she's always a little off because she's not like everybody else. And so these things start to manifest themselves as a little girl, you know, first a little toddler in school. And then, like, as she gets older and then, you know, starts to figure out that, hey, there's a little more going on. And... Uh, starts to develop her powers as she ages so and and her powers so for for people that don't really know um she's basically like what phoenix is to the marvel universe like she can manipulate matter and molecules and mm-hmm. turn this into that but the only things she can't manipulate in like to change are people and animals but anything else physical she can um hmm. you know she can help make herself fly and, and whatever armor you, you see in, in, Although- in this episode yeah Although is that entirely true that she can't manipulate people? Like I think well, she just maybe hadn't figured because that was something they brought like, up because that's what the professor says. He's like, we we set like an inhibitor type of you know to to not to put it in a in a way we all understand. It's she sort of has like an inhibitor chip that that sort of uh, basically controls her and doesn't let her kind of go beyond what she's supposed to go. But she's like an, an omega level mutant. Like she's crazy, crazy powerful. Yeah. Because there's a point in the show where she kind of goes off the handle and exceeds the powers that you have normally seen her have. That's that's so, like the and, Phoenix and is act, and is actually able cool. to. She basically like wipes the minds of these two dudes. So. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. No, she's nuts. It's, it's in great cool. episode. <laughs> uh, did you guys? No one else caught yeah. it. <laughs> um. I mean, Dude, you, you I, mentioned I, it yeah, like a couple it was very hours last ago. Minute, so. 
I thought Just I watch could. Watch it later. Watch it later. I thought I could. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. watch it though for sure. Dude, I love season one. If you haven't seen uh, Invincible season one, it, it's a little <laughs> gory, but Omni Man makes fine. an appearance. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he there's a few oh, uh, throwbacks. He's got some of the best yeah. lines, dude. It's so freaking. For anyone funny. who hasn't watched it, any of that, it's animated. The basically. Boys, basically, basically. That's that's a good, good, basically. easy, quick. Luke, it's quick as, and dry. As yeah. Close as you could call it to something. Which I saw the new trailer for that, and I was not. I don't know. I'm over well, that yeah. show. But, but this show. I'm definitely yes, watching. Check it out. Definitely. Check out that episode. I'll watch it. The, yeah. There sure is, and, it. and there's throwbacks. To season one, I resisted. You'll, listen, you'll hear me if you're into that, but yeah, go ahead, Brian. Sorry, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. My internet's and, a little yeah. slow, so I'm cutting people off on accident. The uh, oh no, I watched uh, yeah. Invincible. Right, that's that's what the 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 show, yeah. the regular show, is called. I resisted it for a long time, and then I watched it. And I told you, you were right. It's a good show. The, the, in season one, there was a lot of tension between her and her parents, obviously, you know, kind of typical teenage angst kind of stuff. But then she eventually, like, leaves. Yeah. And uh, they definitely set the stage for all that. Like, she does not get along with her parents very well, um, even even at younger ages. So. Yeah, it definitely shows um, how she turns into the hero you see in season one when she's already older. Um but it's cool. I mean, and and she gets her butt kicked more than I would have expected, you know, because she her real family yeah. is involved in the episode. I don't want to ruin it. I, like, there's there's stuff to talk about, but you can't mention it without kind of like, you know, uh, <laughs> saying too much. So um, I'll I'll leave it at that. We we don't have to say too much about it. Go check it out. And then yeah, November third, the new season comes out. So we'll definitely be talking about that when that happens. Invincible. Invincible. Yeah. Not to be confused with ambiguously gay duo. Two different shows. Two different eras. That's from uh Yeah, SNL. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Saturday Night TV Live. Fun TV Funhouse, Fun dude. Or no, yeah, was it Funhouse? <laughs> Did that car? <laughs> it was what a big it's a big piece, right? Something. It's a big nozzle. <laughs> it's a big dog. Um <laughs> it's a big nozzle. I didn't get to watch this but uh, i will be watching it as soon as i get some free time i did want to uh show this uh to you guys because this came out during uh comic con let me uh share this real quick click on this over here this button over here I got something on pull this, this level actually. over here. Can you guys oh, wait, see this? Can, can you guys see this? Right down. I can it's on see its way. This, yes. Yep, I go for see it. it. For some of you, it probably seemed like this day would never come. Maybe you're even wondering if you're ready for this. For what comes next? You have no idea what I'm capable of. I didn't know who he was. I don't fight friends because I would win. Never apologize for saving lives. There's only one way this kid goes back out there, and that's on a very short leash. I'm just happy helping people. You know people try to kill us every single day, right? 
I don't care how old he is. He needs to go down now. Maybe if you train more and complained less, we could get back to saving lives. Make him pay for what he did to your world. Welcome, son of he who slayed my husband. I am a normal human superhero. I wish he was dead too, but not for your sake. Kill fast, <laughs> ask questions later. <laughs> That's a great quote. Viltrumite against Viltrumite. That has not happened since the Great Purge. <laughs> you should have died at birth. <laughs> we we got to add that line to, to the uh, Hunter's Hard Drive intro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should have died. It was actually... Got the best line. There was actually a lot of um, really good trailers that they dropped at yeah. Comic-Con. We should have... Oh, can we tra- go over... Can we trailer around us? Let's do them next week. Let's do a trailer roundup yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, pre- and actually well, prepare I have, for it. I have them here if you guys want to watch them. Same, same. I have them saved. Same for next week? For what? Yeah, yeah. For what? Brian, same for Brian's next week. Tired uh, Brian, red. Brian looks like a, a lobster that's ready to be eaten. Next week. We're podcasting next week. <laughs> He's done. We'll have good content. He and done. then we can watch them all in advance, too. Put a fork in him. He's done. Um, that list of names <laughs> on that trailer was crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's like a bowl of chili in bed. Talking about trailers, early in the morning. I did want to give a <laughs> shout out that I think most people saw. It. I posted it, but um, the there was like a sizzle reel for Ahsoka before chili that sizzle. last Ahsoka trailer came out, where it was like Rosario Dawson talking about Ahsoka, and mm. I think Dave was in it too. And they had footage in it from different celebrations. Oh yeah, and the first. I want to clean my gun and be alone with my thoughts. And I don't need to talk about anything else. You may proceed, Brian. <laughs> As I was saying, the there was a super cool transition from animated Ahsoka into real life cosplayers. And it was my daughter, Levi. And it was really cool. And it was shot by... Uh, Ian, our friend Ian, who has videographed us multiple times at Celebration, super nice guy. He does all that. <laughs> he does all the recording, right? All the recording. At I just saw your body. your GIF in the chat. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, uh, Ian, I, Ian, Ian Tinfish is his Instagram. Right? Yeah. His Instagram? Ian Tinfish. So everyone check out Ian Tinfish. He films all the beautifully... So he got us in London at celebrations, but that transition from Ahsoka animated into Levi is yeah. so sick because she does like the yeah. same pose, um, that like low like kung fu stance. And that was cool. That was like pretty. That's it. Real nice. That's it. You guys had fun, Mofo. I'm over it. Well, so. you had you did something kung kung fu today, right? Yeah, tell us about that, Brian. Oh, mistress, I went to jujitsu earlier, which is why I'm exhausted, and I got a couple. Were of you shows. doing it outside on the sun? Yeah, were you? Because nah. you got really red. Did you get you Tori and I? Red? My wife Tori and I went out on the jet ski and had lunch today, so we got some. Of course, you uh, boat life. Boat life, yo. Need some SPF fifty there, buddy. It was really hot today. It was like 
having a blow dryer in the in your face because it was so hot. Oof. It was just hot air. That ex- hot. That ex- hot. Um, but yeah, I went, to, I went to jujitsu and my my journey, uh, my jujitsu journey continues. I got a couple stripes today, so I'm very close to a new belt, which I don't. I'm not ready for. But what's sick? So you got close to your new belt. It don't stop. And you went jet skiing on Mustafar. Dude, jet, That's pretty lava awesome. Yeah, I got some work done. And, yeah, I did jet ski on stripes. Mustafar. And lava, lava jet, jet skiing. skiing. Brian, how but, how uh, far away are you from Rhode Island? Far. Dude, Rhode, Rhode Island's like in Canada. That's probably pretty much Canada. <laughs> yeah, 15, 15 hours. That's like, that's like us driving to Oregon, Steve. Why, why, why? So just up the coast? Yeah. Why? Just, just, just up the coast. There, Steven? Why are you asking? Is there, is there uh, a con yeah. there that you're asking? Yes, there actually is. Stuff. stuff the stuff the funny thing is, is y'all, y'all went and saw Island Fett. He was in yep. North Carolina and he was just, but he was like four hours. He's yeah. at the coast. Yeah. There's but, a, there's a con in February in Norway. Hey. That's a, we're number one in Norway. Well, actually, we we dropped down to number four in Norway. How does in that Norway? happen in like two Seriously, weeks, Steven? It, dude, Listen, our food this, reviews yeah. are gonna are gonna that, our food the cooking with crosshair stuff. The the fish top, fish top. We're gonna be we're gonna be the number Freaking one Norway, Norway dude. <laughs> There's only like six us. podcasts in Norway, so it's it's very volatile. Like, <laughs> and we go Norway's up and down hourly. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't catch this come too, but on, come Norway. on, Norway. You so what do they do in Mosh Eisley in New York Comic Con? Yeah. Is, that, so is that the I, deal? I, I'll be going to, in addition to Dragon Con, which we're, several of us are going to, I will be going to Rhode Island Comic Con because uh, Sonfeld talked me into it. That one has that one has a costume uh, dare behind it too. I've really got to stop doing this. Mm. So he's got an... In- uh. But they're doing no, a mosh. That, the mosh is at New York, New York Comic Con, oh, which is something separate. Is Ro- Rhode Island Comic Con. Gotcha. I don't remember the date. Gotcha, but, gotcha. Uh, Sonfeld's got an Indiana Jones gotcha. suit, and he's. I'm. I will be. I will be Henry Jones Senior. Wait, you didn't tell me this. Oh, yeah, that is perfect and, for you. And it's the, it it's good? funny. Justin and I laugh about it because he's actually older than I am, and yet I'll be his dad. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, we named, named a doll Indiana Rock. Named yeah, so I, so as soon as I'm done with getting Yondu ready, then I've got to get Henry Jones Senior ready. The, the carpet bag, the, it, the umbrella. I got the better the quote. So Stephen, so I got the better oh, go quote. Why no, don't you ask your mother, Trebek? <laughs> oh jeez. Oh god. I mean, I I guess I could pull off Sala. <sighs> you oh, could. you could, dude. Dude, we have fezes too. Do you still have it? No, you have a fez. I do not have a fez. You didn't get I'll, one? I'll borrow your fez. I have it. It's your shit. It's your somewhere. I'll be the oh, guy I know where it's at. Mummy. I know where it's at. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know. <laughs> got nothing. Got nothing. Brandon, no, the, Brandon, the guy that, looks, that I look Brandon, like, not Brendan Fraser, you freaking guys. No, uh, John, could, John. Like the guy that looks like George uh, Harrison. Middle mean, Eastern dudes with a yeah, sword you need to, that gets no, shot. No, you need to come out with the, the two swords that Indiana just shoots. Oh, that guy? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he do yeah. like some flourish or something and yeah. just gets shot? Yeah, and then just shoots him. Yeah, I'll, I'll be yeah. that guy, yeah. Rhode Island Comic Con, February, huh? No, it's before, no, no, it's it's before February. I'll be the ball. Like November or something. <laughs> I, want, I think it's October something. <laughs> November's. Wait, when is when's it's your big busy. con over there, uh, Brian? 
like Galaxy Con or something. What do you mean Big Con? Raleigh. Oh, there's one this weekend. I might I might go back on Friday. Um, it's in Raleigh, a couple hours away. We went last year. It's okay. It's okay. Might go. I don't know. I kind of want to go get like some troop credit. I want to. I want to do a big con over by by your place. Well, yeah, Dragon Con. That's, that's, that's um in a month. But that's is it a big one? But how Dude, far is that from Atlanta. me? It's gonna be so freaking hot. No, I'm talking about like in your. Uh, we want to see your house, Brian. There, is what there's he's saying. nothing big like there. Yeah, I want to want to stay. We wanna, we, he wanna wants stay to go to the bathroom in your house. Let's go on the boat. Let's get sunburns. Let's go to the lake. Let's all get sunburns. Let's go to the cove. Let's. Come not in the summer. Guys, we should go when it's hunting season and we go hunting with crosshair. Let's hair. get a deer. <laughs> yeah. Let's all get our own deers while be Brian that, watches. Yeah, we, we quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we have a better chance. We're like, we got one. And Brian doesn't. He's like, dang, they're on my front yard again. <laughs> Pretty much hate you guys at this point. Uh, you can end this segment dang, now. Is this I want to go hunting with crosshair. Uh, Rhode Island Comic Con is mm. November third through the fifth. <laughs> Why don't you ask your mother? <laughs> <laughs> no one probably knows what that is either. <laughs> That's Will, Will Ferrell's Trebek. Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live, Jeopardy. Will Ferrell is... Did I just say that? Sean no, Connor. he's Alex Trebek. Or no. He is Trebek. You said he was Trebek. No, he's no, Alex he's Trebek. Trebek. Do you even SNL, bro? Sean Connery. can't remember. Well, I think that does it for us today, guys. Uh, if you enjoyed listening to the show, feed the algorithm and give us five stars on your podcast app. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go check out our uh, new walking workbench segment and uh make sure you keep your costumes uh 100 because you might be on the next one if you're lucky yep you never know when we'll find you we're coming for you a road to one a road to 1000 contest is underway and there's still time to enter just subscribe to youtube channel our youtube channel and you can be entered to win an alpha ignition helmet of your choice casted by the dad batch uh, you can follow me at stevie.kicks on Instagram, sometimes Twitter. Uh, you can find me at the Lego Brickfest this Sunday in Pasadena. Uh, and SneakerCon. I will be attending SneakerCon this September, uh, September 16th. Whoa. So come say hi. Where's that? Uh, September 16th, uh, SneakerCon, SneakerCon LA. SneakerCon LA in the Anaheim Convention Center. LA gotcha. in the Anaheim Convention Center? Where's Handel? Yeah, it's not, not actually in LA. It's like the Angels of Anaheim. Right. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. What a joke. Chunkakakan. <laughs> they do yeah, that because it get sounds people. like LA. Chunkakakan, Chunkakakan. That's an 80s song. They use our name. They put LA in people go, branding. oh, LA, sick. Chunkakakan. Gentlemen, let the listeners know where they can find you. Brian? Here we go again. Mixing it all up. Sithin ain't easy where you can check out cooking with crosshair uh let's say big john bubblegum you can find me on cooking with crosshair <laughs> on the dad batch instagram feed right now and he talks crap about my fish sticks to go check it out <laughs> i do not talk crap you have a nine out of ten dude that's pretty dang good and rainy 
uh, thedadbatch.com, also at Lego Brickfest this Sunday. And Joe. At Tech God Bad Batch, also at the Pasadena Brickfest this Sunday. Awesome. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to episode 50 of the Dad Batch podcast. Uh, be sure to tune in next week for episode 51. Thank you so much for listening to season one, and we hope you enjoy season two. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. <laughs> <laughs>